Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKW. I started social media and podcasting. <laughs> the fact. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started before them all. YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up, you're ruining this. Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. That's right. We're here. You know what, dude? Well, I mean, there was a weird little ending to the thing. I think Mike ended it uh, too early. <laughs> like, because he, he's a nervous little fucking chubby-fingered fucking spaniato. What is what's um, wrong with you lately? You're like extra. You're like a cat who got beat. Uh, you're, like, to- you're like extra nervous. Uh, just we think I haven't seen another person in a week. <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll take a walk, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> There'll be a we'll time fucking, where you long for that when you get older. Yeah, go drive to our truck stop and jerk an old guy off. Give some love, spread the word. We got a very special guest <laughs> tonight who I adore. I've grown to love even more over the years. He's a very sweet guy. Um, he's a beautiful man. It bugs me that his. <laughs> Fatness is proportionate, which bugs me. He's like, he's like straight all the way down. I have some questions about that tonight. I have some fat questions. We're definitely all. I mean, and and Mike Calter, of course, here who who ruined YKWd. I mean, really has taken it to the fucking bar and, and just saboteur. I like a fucking a missile hitting the side of a submarine. Came in and killed the show. It was uh, well. It was <laughs> just being here was enough. Uh, um, guys, good to see you guys. Good to Hi, see Jay. you, buddy. How are you, Big J? Mike and Mike and Bobby. I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, all did you considered? Did you survive the uh, hurricane today? Yeah, it turns out. Uh, the, you know, the hurricane. If you remember, Hurricane Sandy like destroyed everything I owned. So, uh, oh, dude, I forgot, dude. What a fucking story! This poor. Where, guy. where were you for that, Jay? Uh, Freeport, Long Island, which is like it, it, none of the benefit. It's a like a water front town. Yeah, I didn't live. I didn't live there, but it doesn't matter if you live two blocks in from that. It came down like a wall of water. It was crazy. The the area where I grew up in Staten Island was decimated. <laughs> I mean, my grandparents, my great grandparents, built their house there. 60 70 years ago and it, the whole five blocks from the beach decimated <laughs> there's definitely a funny visual though of me i stayed behind because the year before there was a hurricane that just put like you know less than six inches of water in the pot in the basement yeah but still but it still destroyed so much of our shit and i was like if i was there and could have like even bailed the water like maybe it would have been wouldn't have been so bad so i stayed behind this stuff and we were starting to bail that one in 15 minutes it was up to my knees and i was oh, like well, goodbye everything i own <laughs> you, you were in a house though this was you were renting this house right no it was my ex-wife's uh mother's house technically so your ex-wife's mother's house didn't you have to save like your daughter didn't you have to save lives no so my daughter was uh my daughter was uh, at a friend's house it was at higher ground so uh, I stayed behind with my uh, 
my ex-wife and my daughter went to their friend's house and I was like, I'll stay behind and see if I can do anything to stop it from being terrible. And then when it got terrible, I told my uh, ex-wife, I was like, hey, you know what? Like, come back to me. Like, come back and grab me. Like, I'm going to go. This is too much. And when she came and got me and we left, we grabbed the dog that we had at the time. And, uh, and like, my backpack with like a laptop in it it was just anything we could try to kind of grab wow. got in the car and then we were trying to outrun a wall of water like a fucking jake gyllenhaal movie <laughs> and then uh it went up it went up to like the side of the windows <laughs> what? And, we were like, and we were like we're gonna have to like it just shut the car off and we're like well, we're gonna have to get out and we opened the car and the water all came inside oh it was me. Holy shit. It was me carrying the dog over my head with a backpack with my laptop in it. And my ex-wife gets out of the car and just starts crying because she realized at that point we're not going to be able to get to our daughter. I'm like, we're going to fucking die if we don't get out of this. It was like sparking fucking electrical lines and shit. It was like a move. It was crazy. That's crazy. And then it just uh, it got to like the front step of our uh, like upstairs. It, it killed the basement, which is basically where I lived. And uh, the upstairs, it got to like the front step of the upstairs, and then just it, it stopped. That was wow. the end of it. But it's still like everything, like clothes, everything was destroyed. I was in uh, Chicago filming um, a TV show, um, Sirens. It was, um, but a, a week before that, I did fucking Opie and Anthony, and fucking Kumia, that asshole, had whooping cough. Oh. <laughs> And he just gave it to everybody, right? That's like a, that's like a few weeks long problem, isn't it? Yeah. Dude, it, it was death. So it was probably two weeks before that. I get I get this whooping cough, dude. You'll die. And I'm a fat guy, so I remember. So Sandy comes. I'm in Chicago. We film. I can't go home. Nobody can go home. The guy Tom Sledy, who you know, one of the producers, he has to rent the car and go home because his family doesn't have power. Like yeah. they're dying. Like shit just went south. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just Dawn's in the city or wherever the fuck she was. Uh, I don't even know where she was. I'll stay. You were in the I'll city stay another point, night. So what's that? I think you were still in the city at that point. I, I said, I'll just stay here. She's like, all right, I get this beautiful hotel, the David Hotel, upscale. I get a fucking great deal on it. And uh, I remember being in the bathroom, taking a shit, and uh, I started to cough, the whooping cough. <laughs> I cough so much, I pass out. I wake up. Shit? I pass out taking a shit. I wake up. Now, mind you, this hotel is like a boutique hotel. It's like sleeping in heaven. Everything's white. The fucking walls are white. The door, the sheets, everything's white. And, and, you're, about to, and I, you're about to die like Elvis. <laughs> dude, I wake up. I'm fucking, I'm just, my lips are numb, and I'm just smashing my head against the door, the white door. The whole door is blood. I'm just fucking, uh, fucking. We have a seizure? Well, you, I don't know if you ever did this when you were a kid. You ever, you ever, when I was a kid, we used to play that game where you'd, you'd hold your breath, you hyperventilate, hold your breath, your you'd, pa you'd pass out, and you'd wake up, and you'd fucking, you'd be fucking vibe. That's what I was doing. I was yeah. fucking, my head was just, I was just in a position. I was like hunched over, and my head was just banging against the door. Like a video Blood game everywhere. <laughs> what you say? So you like a video game glitch. Restart yeah. It. This guy's just walking the wall. And it was oh. Wreck-It Ralph. I, <laughs> dude, it was fucking atrocious. And I remember I, I, I was too embarrassed to call downstairs, so I cleaned everything up. 
It's, it just looked like I murdered a hooker. It was fucking terrible. Guess when the forensic files comes in with the blue light, sees that uh, you have blood everywhere. Dude, that that Sandy was fucking tough. This was uh, this was pretty crazy today, dude. Fucking the, when you well, live yeah, in the country. Well, I was gonna say it was a bad where you were like treat like like uh, my ex, you know Carla. Carla, uh, a tree got knocked down in the backyard, but that's it. And then and then yeah. by the, by four p.m. By the way, it was beautiful sunny skies. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's nice out now, but the backyard to see these fucking trees ripping back and forth. Yeah, just to see like ah oh, fuck, and there's nothing you can do. There's fucking you. Just like all right. Did your above ground pool get decimated? Nah, dude. You know what happened last night? Luckily, you, you brought the ladder in. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if he had the decimated the pool, no hurricane will. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very valid point. <laughs> like I said, I don't think you should be a radio guy. You should be an investigator because you have very quick skills, you cunt. I, uh, no, I woke up this morning. I look out, every morning I look out the pool. I look out in the pool. I go, the pool's empty. John goes, no, it's not. I was just out there. I go, what the fuck? I go out half empty. One of the hoses popped off last night. Oh. So the hose popped off and emptied out into the fucking filter. So it was just half empty, which actually worked out in my favor because the rain and all that shit would have filled it, maybe overflown it. But so I, it's the pool's spotless right now. I fucking cleaned it. It's all back to normal. Not fucking had $350 pools back, back in action, baby. Do you have a deck around it or is it just uh? Um, it's a three hundred and fifty dollar pool. I'm gonna buy a deck. What the fuck's wrong? <laughs> I didn't realize it was three hundred fifty dollar pool. I don't know the above ground pool price. White trash as I am, I don't know the above ground pool price. Three hundred fifty bucks at Job Lots Intex. You put it. It's PVC piping. There's no nuts. There's no bolts. There's nothing. That, it's all done by physics. And the amount, the forty five hundred gallons of water push against the PVC pipe and lock everything into place. And as long as it's on level ground and you don't fucking kick off the sides, you're all right. Supposedly, like you're playing a dangerous game. That's a lot of thought you have to put into a swim. <laughs> Dude, every time I go in, it, I'm be, fucking. Whole pool could be taken down by Marco Polo. <laughs> Every Bobby, time I'm in it, you worry if you have to stay right in the middle so you don't displace the energy too no, much. No, 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 <laughs> no. You guys got to come up, dude. You got to come up before the summer's up. I'd love to for sure. We'll we'll do a little uh, a little BBQ. I'll I'll fucking uh, I'll do a I'll do a uh, some ribs on on Sean O'Donnell's Sean Donnelly's fucking smoker. You uh you let us all swim. We were able to swim last time I came up to your oh. place in the neighbor's yard, but like uh. That's the problem with you bring too many comics up. Out of ten comics, seven of them, uh, seven of them might no five, half, fifty percent will not respect whatever the you know you, we can do this, but like little caveats, they'll never mm -hmm. like. Hey, you guys can use the pool, but just do me a favor, like don't like, just don't smoke joints in the pool. And then <laughs> Bobby goes to the bathroom for a second. Everyone's just fucking <laughs> dead. Listen to me. First of all, Kalta, it's not it's not fifty percent of the comics. It's fucking Jay Lewis and that crew. <laughs> not okay, Jay. Jay doesn't break rules like that. That's not Jay. True. Jay, you broke a fucking float. No, I didn't. Who broke there's the float? A there's not a chance I broke a float. I would have never in a million years. I would never. I would trust. Who that took? I'm who, fat and awkward enough that I would break a float, so I wouldn't fuck with a float. I wouldn't. Do all right, it. who took? Who took Lewis? Who? 
who took Lois's Jay Gomez's fucking pants when he got changed and and took off so he was naked running around my seventy eight year old lady Dolores's fucking house. There was a naked Puerto Rican running around. Well, who took now, his pants? Now if we're talking now if we're saying that's breaking the rules, then yeah, then it was me and my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if that's what we're going to call breaking the rules, then uh-huh. sure. <laughs> you know, if, first of all, it's so dangerous. Kalta, we the, the pool had algae in it because she didn't shock it Oof. for a little bit, so she wasn't home, and I didn't really take care of it. So we jumped in. It was fucking green. Yeah, it, was, it was murky, to say the least. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck. We Did called you, it the I lake. Mean, yeah, why we just call it the lake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody gave a fuck. But it was, uh, yeah, that barbecue was crazy. That was a. Uh... <laughs> you want to know where you got COVID from? That shit's growing in your lungs, all that green fucking mold <laughs> from being in that pool. I <laughs> see you have the antibodies. Do you have the antibodies, Bobby? I got the antibodies. But never got sick. I did get sick, very lightly, a very light COVID. Really? So you sure it was that? Was that, that was what happened when you had the, you had a parasite? The parasite was a couple, like a month ago. That was, uh, that was terrible. That was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, especially, yeah. especially being around Lewis when it came back, and when I was just get- shitting. I was just shitting my pants. Oh, and Lewis yeah, was just yeah. laughing at me. Yeah, yeah, he was telling it. You know what's funny? I didn't equate those two things to you shitting your pants. Lewis just told us the shitting the pants story, not that you were uh, violently sick. He just made it seem <laughs> like course. he just made it seem like once in a while you shit your pants and you had the whole what he did describe yeah. that made me laugh so hard was that uh it was like you were handling it like uh like you had a shit your pants protocol that you go through. He goes, Oh, shit my pants again. All right. Time to get the wipes. Time to put my foot up on a 45 degree angle. It's more or less true. You've been through, you're kind of like a pro at shitting your pants. Well, the reason why I'm a pro is I have a seven year old. You know what I mean? So that kid shits or pukes in the car anywhere. I'm me and my wife are like a pit crew. We have fucking boom. He's back. We got to change your clothes. So I just applied the same, uh, same shit to me. I was on the back of the truck trying to load shit. Trying to, you know, trying to get Lewis. Lewis, can you get me the get me the uh, chairs? He come back with one chair and then go make a phone call and then tweet five times. Get the other chairs. Well, you didn't tell me to get the other chairs. I told you to get the chairs. You know, so we we were doing that fucking Lewis and Bobby thing. You should have had him. He, uh, you should have had him squirt a hose up your ass or something. Oh, dude, it was bad. I I, I shit and he immediately started, <laughs> which immediately started laughing. And then I go into the woods, the deep woods, and I'm just sitting there, embarrassed, pants down, trying to wipe. I have baby wipes and fucking toilet paper. And then I'm trying to be conscious of the woods because I don't want to leave it. You know what I mean? Because anybody else would have just... What? Shit, it goes right back into the woods of all the things you could have left. The toilet paper and the baby wipes I didn't want to leave. Two rains, it's all gone. This is a thing that I recognize about yourself sometimes, too. If I was walking through the woods and I saw human shit... I'd be like, what a scumbag fuck that would come out here and just shit and not just like cover it with dirt or fill it, put a hole or something. But yeah. if I shit in the woods, you're right. I'm trying to get away as fast as possible. I wouldn't yeah. think twice about it. I would leave the shitty leaves everywhere. I would uh, <laughs> take it to somebody I'm not else's that guy. site. No? I, I'm not that guy. I'm a bushcraft party boy. We don't do that. We leave the way All we right. came in. All I right. dig a hole. I, I, take, I, take out, uh, I take out what I brought in. Even if it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bear grills over here. I didn't realize you were such a uh have you I ever did. made have you ever made the when you go camping, have you ever made the toilet system with like the hanging wood and shit? I didn't make the toilet well, there's another way you can do it. You find a tree 
and at the bottom of the tree you dig like um maybe six inches deep hole uh-huh. so then you just you take your pants down you back up on the tree and slide down and then use the tree as like a like a like a chair so you, you all your pressures on that so you're pretty much squatting and the tree's holding you up and it's fucking let me tell you something squatting outside and taking a shit the best shit you'll ever have oh, it's yeah. the way it's the most vulnerable. I'd be worried Jason was going to come out and chop me up with a machete the whole time. I, I'd be worried if it was dark for sure. I'd be worried about the creepy crawlies and the horrors of the dark woods. In the daytime, all I would think is somebody can see. And also, you go with people who would like if you made them promise they wouldn't come look. Not only they'll come look and try to film it, and then it'll be posted online. It's a uh, well. It's a, I'm a, it's a, I it's usually... fucking, I don't shit in public bathrooms unless I have to. Uh, well, I'll shit in anything, and I will, I'll uh, and I'll make my whole uh, day based around my. Sh- when I was on the uh, Mayhem Fest or, or Oddball tours, those ones where I went on a tour bus, yeah, when I would set my alarm to wake up in the mornings because I wanted to go into the public bathrooms before the crews were even doing their thing. <laughs> when they would go go in the showers, and it would be like communal showers. Yeah, or like the you know the backstage for artists or whatever. Yeah, I would never. What I would do is I'd also wake up early enough that if uh, I just said this on Bonfire Day too, that if uh, uh, Schumer or Aziz were the biggies on one uh, those tours and Sebastian whatever, I don't know whose was whose, but before they even put the names on them and start figuring that shit out, I would go inside backstage <laughs> and find the most lavish. Uh, green room and just really take a wide leg shit. I'd go through my. I, I, I where's what's the Wi-Fi? I'd ask and I'd sit there and just. Uh, I would take a nice longy. I didn't care. Fucking out. Schumer goes in and just sees a fucking dump the same size as hers. No shit. <laughs> the best part was coming out of all that and uh, walking with like you know, in basketball shorts with a shower and a towel and like my bath your bath fucking brush or whatever and walking by the line of people dressed in like you know docking shirts getting ready to come into a fucking metal uh-huh. festival dude i i'd say what I, i'll shit anywhere i have no problem i'll shit any bathroom anywhere i sat in someone's piss once didn't even fucking buzz me i sat wow. down i was like ah fuck i got piss I just fucking took a shit. I wiped it off. I fucking kept going. I saw I saw Mythbusters and they said piss don't hurt. So I was like, all right, I'm good. I'll I'm tell good. you, I, I've uh, I've two of the very few times I've shit in a public place that's like populated, like a restaurant or something like that where you have to go. Two yeah. of the few times I've done it, I've left a phone there, never to get it again, because I just <laughs> want to get out of there so fast. I don't even think about it. I just like when I'm done, the last time I look at a piece of paper and I'm like, all right, there's no brown on it. I am fucking up and out. <laughs> I can't wait to get. I, 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 have you shit in the cellar uh, bathroom before? I've shit in this. Oh, oh fuck yeah, yeah. Really? Right? Oh I mean, yeah. You are. I mean, a uh, a uh, 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 reaching your foot out away from the audience who's going to watch sh- you. I shit in the cellar and then went and did a set, and the guy in the front row recognized my sneakers. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I, he pointed down. He went like this. I was, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to take an emergency shit at Crackers Broad Ripple <laughs> Indianapolis once. I remember the place I've had to do this. Crackers Broad Ripple, it was in the green room, the bathroom, which was nice, uh, but – there was two doors in the bathroom and the other one goes right. It's for all the kitchen workers and like yeah, staff. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't realize I was also in the staff bathroom, but those people had to go to the bathroom at different points when I was really in there. I prepared to sit down and be like, 
this is a I don't feel good shit. So we're going to be in here <laughs> probably the entire feature set. And then you hear the when you hear the staff talking about who's taking so long in there, you're just like, oh, man. And then when I never emerge on that side, they're going to know it's me. It, it was so humiliating. I hate it. I really it's a, one of my least I, favorite things I, to do. Airports. Look, Mark, Mark, Marco, Marco uh, Island. Remember Marco Island? The uh, off the hook, uh, the original. Yeah. Do I hope that guy gets eaten by a shark? <laughs> that guy, I talk, one of the few people in this business that I would just fucking gladly take a fat shit. I fuck that guy. That guy. Why? Tell me why. Tell me. I, a couple of my friends hate him. Tell me why. The last time I did, it, the first time I did it, you realize you go, okay, he seems all right. He's a hand job, but like I knew the gig was stupid anyway. Mm -hmm. I did it. It was ended up being like fun overall. It was a cool place. You were. It was too much. I came by myself, so it was kind of dumb. But it was, it was whatever. Now he's moved it over to uh, Fort Myers. Fort Myers, yeah, and uh, I did it over there the last time, and I told them that my contract was due Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They had accidentally started promoting a Sunday show, but I, what I said to them because I had fans asking about it, and I was like, "No, I'm not there Sunday." So he goes, "Oh yeah, we'll fix it." You get out there already. Is he a fucking hand job? You have to call Captain Bra. You have to call uh, oh, what a jerk off, dude. But he's a uh, he picks he picks you up for press. Just like Craig Glazer used to do from uh, Stanford and Sons, like because they want to be on the press the whole time. Come down to Stanford Sons, think about it. Yeah, hey, uh, you know me. I, I've got five hookers uh, waiting for me. Yeah. So I do cocaine. I rob fucking. I rob cocaine addicts, and I fucking as a combo. We got Big yeah. Jake Owen. Come on down, think about it. That guy's he's such a, a fucking cum rag. Well, he's, he's dead. Don't speak ill. Of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was such a knob too, but he was funny. He used to pick you up to do press in a Lotus, like Pretty Woman. But, uh, but <laughs> Captain Brian, Captain Brian picks me up in his fucking car and he goes, hey, while you're here, uh, he goes, would you mind like doing because he goes, what's the press? And he was like, it's this place, this place. And yep. you do my podcast, which already you're like, oh, like the podcast is always worthless. But all right, uh, I'll do your podcast. He goes, he goes, cool. He goes, you know what? He goes, we got a, a long enough drive now. We'll just do it now. And he flicks a button. <laughs> And in his back seat, a sign comes on that says "On Air," and you oh. are—you're dressed for radio. You've done this. You've done this recently, about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's easy. He slips a thing that says uh, "On Air," and then you are dressed for rate morning radio. So I'm wearing sweats and my hair is all shitty. I got a hat on, and he's like, you know, and he's dressed like he's a uh, fucking going to a, a gay nightclub. He's wearing fucking uh, he's wearing one of those button-down shirts where there's patterns on the underneath cuff <laughs> so you could roll it up a little bit and show yeah. what a dildo and he, Dude, uh, i gotta most find that pocket we have to see let me tell you something so he, the, the he best fucking does this he does his videos but i see it all the time he just fucking he he ambushes you in the car going to the fucking radio and he Press. flicks a button, and it says Captain's Log. Oh, yeah. Captain. There it is. Yes. Play it. Play it. I gotta, look at Jay's face. He's so – it looks like you were being raped. It looked like – you got the video? No, that was just a photo. Yeah, I want the video. A photo. He may, take it, he may take it down because I, I really went at him, like, pretty publicly because he uh, – Oh, really? But, again, the next thing he did, so he fucking uh, – he goes and then tells or so I do the podcast with him or whatever and, and whatever it's fine then the weekend is you know it's half fans and half like you know seafood people 
And uh, well, tell, tell them couple. it's in a restaurant, though. It's it's literally like if you took a seafood restaurant, stuck a stage in it, and that's it. Yeah, you try to like you try to get laughter over the sound of screaming lobsters, and just, like, <laughs> it's it's. But here's the thing. <laughs> His staff was super cool. And I mean, his staff was super cool. The shows ended up being pretty fun because it was like half not fans. So it was fun to kind of like play with people and maybe get some new people or whatever. Right. It was uh, out of my wheelhouse. And uh, I mean, even from, I think his kid works there and she was, everyone was like sweet. It was a very nice. Uh, well, the mother and father, the mother and father are the best. The mother is this, when I worked the original room, the mother and father came to the show. The father's old, Italian, the mother's old school Italian. I mean, they, these people, they, they brought me to their house. They had a pool. They had meatballs. She fed me. I remember I left my, my really expensive glasses at the house. I drove there on the way to the airport, and I called. She left them out there, and she left me a container of meatballs. And I ate meatballs on the fucking plane. It was the best ever. That's pretty sweet. But they have a son who looks like he throws a baseball with two left hands. He really looks like that. He's really. Steve Byrne fucking hated him. And I finally I asked Steve Byrne why. And Steve Byrne, it was a long story why he hated him. He shorted him my money or whatever. So Steve said for a year, I would call up there and order $300 worth of seafood at to go. <laughs> And he goes, and then I would get on their webcam and I would watch the food just sit there on the counter every night. <laughs> I did that for a fucking year. <laughs> I, I believe it. This guy will drive you to that. So anyway, the so I leave. They give me my money Saturday night. I go to the airport and go home. Sunday night, I'm hanging out. And I start seeing on Twitter a whole bunch of shit about like uh, people going like, oh, what the hell, dude? We thought you were, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? They keep asking me like, oh, because I know you wouldn't just like cancel a show, whatever. What he did Saturday, Sunday night, instead of accepting he made a mistake, never removed the Sunday show like I told him to. People bought, so people, fans were coming, and what he was saying was, I burned them. Like, multiple fans said this, like, when they, in my direct messages, that I burned them and just left, kind of, I was like, I just left in a hush that I had something I had to do in an emergency and just split on them and fucked them over. And, uh, and, and so, but he goes, I'm sorry he did that to you, basically, like, but uh, we'll... Well, honor your ticket. You can come. We we have a great show for you today with some local comics or whatever. And it was just a dick, rather than just saying they made a mistake. And then when I got when I went at him about it pretty hard, he came back at me and texted me some bullshit diatribe that was like it's just one of these. It's this personality. He goes, my uh, the guy who was working in my box office got taken away to rehab. He had a coke problem apparently, and so everything was a disorganized. And I'm like, what are you throwing? You're fucking. The staff should have known. And by the way, I, I knew a uh, one of the wait staff who worked there st stayed in touch with me through uh, social media. And when uh, when he quit, he was like, he was like, yeah. He goes, he told us that night, like to tell the audience that you were a no show. And I'm Ooh. like, yeah, fuck that. What a dick move. So I'm like, fuck that guy. So yeah, he's one of the few people where I'm like, dude, suck a dick. Sometimes in the morning when I'm on the air, I'll keep my Facebook open, and when I get an alert that says Captain Brian's live i go let's see who's being tortured now and i just click on it and see the comedian that i like and know sitting there like this <laughs> i love it oh he was pitching me like to do my social media like, we do a social media company now too and he keeps talking about uh martin lawrence maybe was like his client he said which is that's even true who knows but even if like he'll start talking about like uh you know, I don't even know her name, but he'd be like, I was talking to Laura the other day. Well, that's Martin Lawrence's wife, you know, if you don't know. And uh, she was telling me, it's like, 
it's he, by the way, a lot of his relationships he seems like with comics talks about his like closeness with their wives, and it's probably because they like to go shopping together or something. <laughs> no, he's a swinger. He's a swinger, dude. No. Yeah. I don't know. That. I mean, if you look at his outfit, it makes sense. Oh, he's a he's a swinger, dude. He's. He still, has, he still has button through the slit butt pocket jeans. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad, but if you look the the if you look at the views on the podcast that he's done, yeah, it's literally like twenty three views, fifteen views. Yeah. I'm always I'm always one of them. He's focus, he's focusing all that energy probably on Martin Lawrence and social media. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold him over the coals for that, Bobby. The guy's got a lot of good business. I believe you, Bobby. He seems that's the energy he has—a swinger of a fucking swinger. I, I had a guy, a guy. We ended up doing it, but a girlfriend I had years ago, uh, probably my first like long-term girlfriend. A friend of hers from work had an older boyfriend. And they want to do a couple swap. And we were like together long enough to we're like, yeah, we'll give it up. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'll fuck your friend. That sounds great. <laughs> I didn't know really overthink her fucking him. It makes me be pretty sad later. But uh, I was pretty young for that. But uh, in going there, the guy was older than all of us. And just like he had a classic, uh, uh, he had carpeting in a van. Uh, it, we were at like the Sterling Motor Lodge on Black Horse Pike in, uh, in South Jersey. <laughs> all the megans of a good couple swap. And the guy, he had that same energy as Captain Brian, like this weird, like, uh, Paul Lind, like, it's like, what, it's fun if we all just get together and do some partying, you know? Like, it's just free. I like to see her have a good time. And like, <laughs> just like he, he was just like in that same kind of uh, the energy. What? We're all partying here, gang. And that's what he has. So I remember up, the stupid condo they would put you up at was so... It was it was beautiful. I want I want to <laughs> stay in a neutral hotel i want neutral i don't want to fucking yeah and the only thing i say i won't stay now i'll make an exception for a hotel that has uh doors that when you open them you're sort of like in the hotel's sort of hallway do you know what i mean rotunda is that what it is like stuff like that where it's like you what i'm saying when you walk out of your hotel room it's like there's about five steps and then a ledge like a balcony you look over you're seeing like the lobby of the hotel yeah I can deal with that if it's all inside, but if I'm yep. if I'm getting in, if I open the door of my hotel room and there's, I can hear cars going by. Yeah, I'm out, dude. I won't do yeah, it. Billy Burr, Billy Burr calls those serious, serial killer buffets. It's just a guy in a car going, "I'm gonna fuck him. I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna rape her." Did you Did you ever do the uh, Italian Villa East shows out in Lancaster, PA? No, what's that? Years ago, it was like a Tony Camacho gig. Uh, no. But that that gig, it was so funny. I went there. Tony Camacho is such a great story. Tony Camacho is an awkward guy. I used to book a bunch of. You know who Tony Camacho is. I know Tony. Yeah, I never I never did a thing with him. Good. It's probably for the best. I'm <laughs> I'm sure he owes me money still. But uh, but Tony Camacho uh, would send me on these gigs. The Italian Villa East was one. Uh, the uh, the gigs he would send you on. It was in an Amish country. It was an Italian restaurant in Amish country that was attached to. <laughs> One of these hotels, motels, we're talking about the door right. to the outside. But young comic, you're like, I'll do it. It was like headlining the weekend for like 400 bucks or something like that. But Tony Camacho calls me one day and he goes, Hey, I got you. Uh, he goes, I think I got you four. Uh, I got you $600, I think, to do to headline the Italian Villa East. I was like, cool, fantastic. That's great. I'll do it. And then he, he 
hangs up, and then he calls me back. Now, apparently, the Italian Valley East was, he used to tell you, was the throughway to get into oh, the Pittsburgh Funny Bone. What's the guy's name there? That was notorious also. I never met him. Jeff something. I can't remember. I know you're talking about, but I remember his name. He was yes. notoriously like a, like a rough dude to deal with also. But I didn't know him. This is my only interaction with him, and he doesn't even know we had it. Tony Camacho, this dumb dumb, calls me up, and he goes, uh, he goes, Jay, all right, uh, he goes, you're, you're good to do the gig, right? And I went, yeah, sure. He goes, all right, cool, hang on. And I hung on the phone, and then he comes back, and I hear a phone ringing. He's calling that guy on three-way. That guy answers the phone. He goes, Tony, you fuckhead. I don't know this piece of shit from Adam, and I'm not giving him 600 bucks. You tell him 400 fucking dollars, or he can suck my dick. And you hear Tony go, uh, uh, and he hangs up the phone. <laughs> he hangs up the phone on me, actually. He hangs up me, and then he calls back. Uh, he calls back five minutes later. He goes, so, Jay, I, I don't know if you heard there, but it's only going to be 400 for the week. <laughs> I heard. I heard, bro. But that club, that Italian Valley East, when I went there, that was a weird club. The first time I went there, I wouldn't say the comics' names. It's mean, but like, we just did very different kinds of comedy. And if I got, if the crowd liked me and got into the zone of what I was doing, his stuff wasn't flying so well. The guy asked right. me if I would be willing to headline the next day. But uh, if I would headline the next day, and I was like, no, that's no, nah, I go, that's weird. You talk to him about it. He's like, no, I'll just tell him if you're okay to do it. But what he meant was. That guy's going to do is 45 to an hour in the middle, and I would do 25 at the end and still get paid the same. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't giving me any more money. Uh, just go at the end. Fuck. Like, I was like, no, that I won't do. And uh, so he's like a weird guy, but he, he, he didn't mean any harm. He just didn't know anything about comedy. Dude, I had a guy. Uh, you well, Rob. Well, okay, let me finish okay. the thing real quick. So they put you in that roadside motel. So I went there. I don't like complaining. I really like leaving a light footprint uh, anywhere I like go. Like me in the far. woods when I take a shit. Yeah, I like fun. Yeah, I like to really like not make way. I don't ask for a lot in the green room. I just don't bother anybody. Me too. I'm same way. Try to just do my thing. I I, I went on road. I went on the road with you. Atel for forever. Atel same thing. Atel wants to smoke inside if it's yep. not accessible quickly to smoke outside. Even if, if if there is though, he wouldn't smoke inside. He doesn't care. So right. I've always go low maintenance like that. And um, fuck, where was I? Help me out of my pothead. Uh, motel. Yeah, the motel. So I check into the motel. I don't want to complain, but I go in there. The remote control, the TV is not a flat TV. It's a tube. Uh, the buttons are broken off the actual TV. You have to use the remote, and the remote will not turn the volume up on the TV at all. And there's also just like, you know, bad reception on this. What year is this? 2004, five. <laughs> so I, uh, I go to the front desk. I like when the staff has no idea like how to treat people or what's going on there. I've had a f many gigs like that. We all have. Yeah. Uh, but I go to the front desk later and I go, miss, I, uh, I don't want to complain, but can I change rooms? There's like the TV in there doesn't work. She goes, no, I know. She goes, he said to put you in there because in case people paying customers, they don't want to give them the room with the big, <laughs> with the bad TV in it. So they, it was like a purposeful, like, and then <laughs> shove them in the fucking whatever room. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, that's such so, so weird. The, we're beaten down at one point that by the first time, how you'll brag about, like, uh, getting pleasant treatment at all. <laughs> I remember the first time, the first year that I started going, like, Hey, they pick me up and they give my feature their own hotel room, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been, I've been, friends. I've been in so many bad situations hotel wise. It's 
it's just night. fucking it's it's fucking nuts, man. Me and Dave I, Smith had like blood stains on the floor somewhere in Mass like so somewhere in Mass dude, I had, once. The at Magoobies, I, I would look. I get in the bed and there's blood stains on the fucking <laughs> sheets. So then I call downstairs and they're like, "Do you want another room?" I'm like, "No." And I check out. I call Magoobies. I go, "Hey, I'm out of here. This fucking this blood stains on the fucking sheet. This hotel smells like shit. They have a pool downstairs in the lobby. The whole place smells like mold and fucking shitty pool indoor pool." And he's like. All right, yeah, go. I'll, I'll take care of everything. And I pack all my stuff. He's like, I'll, I'll pay. For, I'm so sorry. He's so apologetic. I, I was mean. I was fucking ornery. I was so mad. And then I looked down. I forgot I ordered fucking Chinese ribs. And one of the ribs <laughs> fell on the fucking sheet. And it was the fucking rib sauce. It was your fault? <laughs> it was my fault. It was rib sauce. It wasn't blood. You're not a fat guy on the road. If, if <laughs> every fucking weekend I'm on the road, when I leave, they're going to have to get some sort of sauce spill off of the duvet cover. Because Yeah, one of my towels. I use a towel as a napkin the whole fucking weekend. I put it right over my fucking tits, and I and that's my that's my napkin. Soy sauce, fucking, I, fucking faux soup, I, all that shit. Right I actually eat way fatter. I like to lay on my tum-tum with my feet kicked up, <laughs> and I have a strong front, and I look at my computer like this and watch TV and just pick from all my little uh, things. Dude, I went Fried time. mushroom sandwich. <laughs> Dude, I I got naked down in my tidy whiteies and my socks, and I laid a towel over my fucking body, <laughs> and I put the fucking Chinese food around my body, <laughs> and I would just fucking I was just grabbing like a fat machine, just eating <laughs> at, at two, two in the afternoon. I ate until fucking three thirty four o'clock, passed <laughs> out till fucking seven. Went and did the show. I felt like garbage. See, that's Bombed. I can't do that. That's what I can't do. I can't eat big before a show in any way. I barely yeah. eat ever before a show. But after the show, then you're ravenous. And if there's, you know, if it's not a, a time of chasing pussy or anything, you're you're genuinely like, well, what's, hey, what's the sandwich around here in this town? What's the place? And then, like, this is what people always want to do. Let's eat there at the place. Let's eat there at the... Get the fuck away from me. I'm going to order an amount of food that I wouldn't feel comfortable eating in front of other people. You, and then yeah, I can I say something? Of, I want to sit in yes. front of a TV in the dark you in, just, in, you, in my shame. You just solved the mystery. You, the, Kyle, he just solved the mystery, and you you have the same fucking thing, Mike. You and, you and Mike have the same thing. Look, I am an out, I'm an out fatty. I'm out there fucking eating stuff in my face. I'm fucking like a, the gay guy who's rollerblading with tassels and going, hey, what's up, girlfriend? And blowing guys in fucking Central Park. You guys are married with kids sucking dick in a mangrove bush. Nobody knows. <laughs> I, I, You guys, as far as food goes, it bugs me because your secret slobs. No one's I've ever never seen, seen one of you guys eat the way your body says you eat. <laughs> you, I have no human being besides uh, Christine, my girlfriend, has ever seen me eat more than two slices of pizza. Everybody would be like, what happens? The guy's such a reasonable pizza eater. Two slices. Tops. My father and brother call me a pussy when we go to Hooters. Like, how could you only eat 10 wings? I'm like, ooh, 10 and I'm done. And they're like, how is that even possible? And I'm like, I don't know. Then you guys, you go. You guys go. I'm gonna go to the bathroom here. You go back up. Like, let me get 20 more Daytona wings. <laughs> yeah, one of those burgers. You're top. I take them home. I'll eat them at midnight. Yeah, I'm a total. I'm a ritual eater too. I like to watch. I grew up like I didn't have a lot of sit down family dinner. My family wasn't like that. It was like grab what you're eating, 
or we're all ordering food or something and like sit in front of the TV and watch Night Court or whatever. So I, I sort of still have that. Like I want I get excited for what I'm going to watch. If it's like a game or something, like an Eagles game or a Sixers game, like the what I'm going to eat personally is such a big part of it. And if people are coming over, they're going to ruin it for me. Can you <laughs> eat? I can, only, I can only eat in front of certain TV shows. Like Seinfeld is the best show to eat in front of. But if I eat and like there's retarded people on a commercial, I can't eat anymore. No gross yeah, man. Old same- people. A St. Jude's commercial turned oh, upside down. <laughs> I like to watch trash TV, like Love After Lockup and stuff like that. Or 90 Day Fiance? Yeah, all, uh, the, yes, exactly. Now we started Extreme Love. I can tell you, 90 Day Fiance is the best show on television. Uh, so yeah, it's be pretty into Extreme Love where people are falling in love with, like, uh, there's one. The, the one that, that's thrown us for the biggest loop is the Daddy Dom situation of a, what I can only describe as an in-shape, good-looking cowboy sort of guy. And his ginger, freakish, boy body, limp-eyed, shaved head, Napoleon Dynamite-looking girlfriend who is an all-day baby. And What's she it? is horrible-looking. And he diapers her. It's so gross. That was hard. I had to stop watching that uh, when I was eating. What's his name? The, uh, yeah, there they oh. are. What the fuck is this, dude? What? What's going on? She looks like the sister from Pet Cemetery. It's so disturbing. I gotta say, I always like I always like a nice a nice body with a goofy face. It's not a nice body, Bobby. It's not a nice body. I'm telling you, she looks like a fucking. Uh, it looks like if you you ever put you know when Subway gives you the long bags. It looks like if you eat your sandwich and, and stuff it back into the bag. Like all your, all, if, if you eat your garbage and put your garbage back in the long Subway bag. Maybe maybe what does he change? Does he have to change her or something? Yes, and I wasn't. It's the first time ever I wasn't bummed out by blurred out pussy and tits. I don't want to know it. They look like they're made of bruise. Everything's wrong on her body. I don't know, though. Right there, that angle. I mean, I've done worse. She has wooden teeth, and she has 5% teeth to 95% gum. She looks like white Rudy Huxtable. Everything's wrong with her. And they're wooden, like George Washington. They're not wooden. They're not, but they're they're the color of wooden. <laughs> she has ginger teeth, also. <laughs> she has she has pine looking teeth. She has mahogany mouth. Zoom, Mike, zoom in on the one where he's changing her up in the corner with the hat. Oh. Why is there a fucking? Why is there a humidifier up in the corner? Yeah, they're worried. Yeah, she has allergies. Baby has allergies. Oh, baby has Christina, allergies. I told oh, Christina to keep saying it, to, but she like, he paddles her, but they go out in public and people look at them. And then one part of it, he what? invites his sister over to to show her what he's into, and like, she's like, "Well, you know, if people enjoy themselves, like, no, man, like, talk to your family about your brother. Something's wrong." <laughs> what, what? Now is he changing her right now? Does she have to go poopy? She does, she does not shit in the diaper or piss in the diaper. It's just to, so she can get into character. She says, but she is a. Uh, He's preying on her insecurity. She says at one point, she goes, you know, I'm very insecure about a lot of things, so whatever, and this makes me feel like a sexy, but I, I, I assure you it's not at all. And and no Dude. one has watched this and been like, this is awesome for you guys. That's a nice humidifier, though. I like. I saw that at Bed Bath & Owner. We wanted to get that one. <laughs> yeah, I think, it's got a, I think it's got a time or two where you can set it to go off before you come home. That's nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Right, Scroll down, Mike. Let me see the bottom. Doesn't it bother you? Like, I can't even get my wife to get up and get me a cup of water. <laughs> but uh, uh she has like temper tantrums and like okay all right shut it up, up. i she doesn't look that bad 
can you please bring up a bit video and show Bobby the fucking ghoul that this woman is? <laughs> so if you're on the road in the middle of nowhere by yourself in the middle of Pennsylvania, all of a sudden this girl knocks in your hotel room and goes, hey, can I fucking suck your dick if you change my diaper? You wouldn't fucking amuse the thought? Nope. You oh, you know what? Yeah, for the story, maybe we're comics. You have to have, you have to live some life. You know what I mean? But uh, you would, but that'd be the greatest thing it. ever. I, uh, yeah, I, you know what's funny? Everything I've gone through with, where I was like, that'll be a story. I'm like, I should have done that. I, I, I fucked a girl one time uh, who had. <laughs> she was. It was one. I fucked a few of these in my life. The like a woman who comes to a bar with her ears. Does that tell you what her body looks like at all? <laughs> acid, wa- acid wash jeans and fucking, uh, you know, like some kind of top that shows her big, huge, awful tits, but like still confident, tucking everything in. Uh, and I- I've gotten my dicks. I think I got your beat. I think I got your beat. And I was doing nights and radio on a weekend night and some girl called me up and she's like, you should come over after your shift. And I was like, yeah, all right. It's like two o'clock in the morning. If you're still up and she's like, oh, I'll be up and I'll be waiting. I'm like, all right. So I went over there on my way home. She was in an apartment. I walk up the stairs. She answered the nice little fucking white negligee thing. She was a solid four and a half, but she was skinny. So like, oh, I'm <laughs> here go. now. And uh, then we got in the room and she totally had a colostomy bag. Oh, she was like, well, I'm not going to fuck her, but I'm here now. <laughs> and I totally let her blow me while I could what? going into the colostomy bag. Yeah, I mean, she was <laughs> had a good body and the bag. I didn't have to touch anything. So, so if I she swallowed your jizz, technically you could have waited there and saw it go into the bag. I'll say, I'll say technically that's a reverse Blumpkin. She's <laughs> definitely shitting while blowing you. It's like those bubbly juice machines from the mall. It was oh. it was active. I saw I saw the bag moving. Oh. Well, she was, wasn't shit. Dude. It was just piss. But uh, I grossed well. out when a chink was blowing me with one of those fucking uh, diabetic little things hooked to her stomach. I almost oh. threw up. Never mind a fucking I, I, shit bag. I was going to say that one of the ones that I fucked had uh, her leg, like the inside of her thighs looked like Freddy Krueger face. And I was like, what happened? And she goes, I was in a terrible fire. And then you're like, well, I have to go through with this thing. Jay, I can't go. Jay, I can't Jay, go fucked your- the, Jay fucked the old lady from uh, McDonald's who got burnt with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she has cash, you know. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Isn't that another one of those uh, those like uh, headlines that we all remember the wrong outcome of? Like Duke, Duke Lacrosse is always the best example of that. Duke Lacrosse, like I made reference to that in my comedy early on a lot about like you know them being like rapists, the Duke Lacrosse team, and then you're like, oh, that's right, they actually got found. In it. They didn't do it. Right. No, they didn't do it. And um, the, and the lady from uh, McDonald's, the, no uh, the documentary it's- on it. They did not she, win the the lawsuit. They did, or, or, or they, they won at first. No, but she did appeal, win. They, they, appealed yeah, they found out the coffee was like 180 degrees. Yeah, she. Did, I thought the whole thing was like she actually didn't get money. Or McDonald's hired a whole team of publicists to 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 attack her to say that she was suing, wrongfully suing McDonald's. And what happened after that is they created this thing where people just started suing companies uh, to make oh, money. Yeah, yeah. When she really, she was, all she wanted was McDonald's to cover her bills. That's all she wanted. And they were like, fuck you. We're going to pay millions to these, this company to go and, and, and make, make it so that you, uh, you look like an <laughs> asshole. And, uh, and she got literally third degree burns on her pussy. Yeah. Matt, oh. Who was the fatso with the, with the gumption to stand up and go, Subway, 
you're jipping us out of an inch and a half of sandwich. Wasn't Subway supposed to? It was like, it was like <laughs> 10 and a half foot. inches, not a foot. <laughs> like, all right, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, come what was on. that video? Show me that video, Mike. All right, here. We got that I lady. <laughs> the bird lady? No, 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 no. The uh, baby lady. Oh, yeah. Was she trying to dance? I'm a full-time baby girl. Yep, Michelle Trippers. You'll see her body. I saw her at Skankfest last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. Living a fetish more commonly known as DDLG, which is all about King play. What DDLG stands for is Daddy Dom, little girl. She's got a she's got a wonk eye. She's got a wonk eye on top of everything she's else too. She's a fucking mess. But they'll show her body at one point, like bending over to get paddled. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, her body looks like so. It looks it looks like her, she's wearing two sizes too big skin. <laughs> you can always tell poor people when they have the wrong furniture in the wrong room. Like they're, <laughs> they're just using a bar stool as a table. As an end fucking... table. <laughs> and by the way, if your end table is a bar stool, for sure there are menthol cigarettes sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I play. Someone tells me indoor, that poor smoking, dog. indoor smoking is okay in this place. One child. He's my daddy and my protector, and I need him. Oh, God, that's These consenting adults engage in non-stop age play. This is something to be taken very seriously. This isn't a game. This isn't something that we're just putting on a front. This is who we are. This is what makes us happy. I am baby girl every day, almost all day. From the time I wake up till a few hours before I go to bed, I'm... Can you pause it for a second, Mike? I mean, you know the TV people are coming. Smooth out the hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know and, what's and, happening. And maybe what? clean your glasses, you fucking smudgy yeah. bitch. They didn't show up and go, hey, you want to do a TV show right now? <laughs> Look, she's, got a, she's got a bunch of pimples and then one that's trying to escape down by her jawline. Oh, that's her twin like, sister that was never born. Oh. <laughs> that's the dark half. Uh, she has fucking Paul Stanley ears. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. looks like Ari. <laughs> <laughs> she does look like Ari a little bit. She looks like Napoleon Dynamite. It's awesome. Yeah. Suits are awesome. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. They show us your body. They show a body? Yeah. I've been wearing these bubble baths with all my favorite bath toys. And if I don't get a bath, I get sad. Well, we found the queen freckle. It's on her side. And Michelle misbehaves. <laughs> we found the queen. <laughs> the queen freckle. Ah, you fucking cocksucker. Dude. Ah, uh, Dawn just got overalls. I'm going to see if she can do this thing. I'm going to give her a bubble bath and scrub her asshole. I was trying to talk Christine into overalls, thinking she would look good in them, and now I won't I won't have it. It's it's uh, That's crazy. This is so crazy. And And... I listen in your sex world yes. when you when you zone out Bobby have you fucked in a lot of friends in front of a lot of friends in your life or have friends fucked in front of you a lot I have I've had a decent amount of that in my life too you yes. know there's some friends I fall in the world of the friend that if we do this there's going to be some sense of jokiness to it 
it'll never get super serious. Even if we're trying to come and all that, even the, even yes. as soon as you come, you'd be like, you'd be kind of giggling like, ah, oh, you saw my cum face, you idiot. I could, and then I've seen some friends really go immersively, like fucking like other people aren't there watching and judging. And that's bizarre to me. And that's what I mean. Like, so you want to do, I don't understand role play. It's not my thing, but I've got plenty of uh, weird things. Yes. But uh, role play is not one of them. But if you want to do the daddy thing, to bring that out in public, and put people through they have to go to a bookstore this lady in a bookstore has to act first of all he thinks he's being mean to a retarded person is what has to be happening <laughs> right. first you're gonna call 911 and be like i think this is a retarded lady being kidnapped he's like do i have to spank you here in the store and she's like daddy no and it's just some lady just making like this face the whole time though like, like, wah, wah. it's so i've i've i like role play <laughs> I like role. I I I've always liked role play. I like getting into it. Maybe that's where I got my acting chops from. Oogie rolls, Kaiser rolls. Uh, <laughs> I like that role play. Too. <laughs> Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> Your wife doesn't role play. Who? Dawn. Oh no! I told you that we tried to role play a couple of years ago, and she was like, "You know, we can role play," and I was like, "Great." And I was like, I, "I'm so excited." Cause she, I go, uh, "You're a massage therapist." She's like, "No." I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, I work at a, I work at a, a spa. I go, but you're an esthetician. You, you, it's not even the same fucking ballpark. She goes, yeah, but I know a lot of massage therapists. I go, yeah, and I want you to pretend to be one of those girls. All right, and I'm, come Dr. In ja and I'm Dr. James Hahn, a Taiwanese yatsu <laughs> <laughs> specialist. She wouldn't, she wouldn't do it. And then she came in. I, I have a joke in my act about it. She came out. She goes, I, I got an outfit. She came out as a schoolgirl. I go, you think I'm a pedophile? I'm I'm 40. I'm in my 40s. I don't want to fucking. I, I was like, that's our son's backpack. I'm like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I go, how is this better than jerking me off, rubbing me down for five seconds, and then jerking me off from underneath like a cow? In all me and Christine's years together, we've we still shit we shit talk, but not role play. Like what shit talk? Like during sex talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like dirty fucking, talk. Yeah, just dirty talk. Okay, like okay. Nothing, that's been, but nothing like yeah, no like uh before we don't do a lot of like, ooh, you're gonna get fucked so good tonight, like texting during the day. I mean we work together and everything, so that doesn't really happen. But I couldn't take my wife seriously if she if she dirty talked me. It wouldn't even be hot. I'd be like, stop, stop saying that. You don't ever say pussy before. It's just weird now. <laughs> oh, it could be weird. Yeah, if they go too far out of like too far out of their own character, and you know also yeah. that can make you feel sometimes like, Are you trying to make me finish quick? <laughs> or, yeah, but it's all, you got to be careful though. No, somebody else. As soon as you put your dick in, she goes, "Give me that cum! Oh, give me that cum all over me!" Like, yeah. started. Give it to me like I like it, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, your wife, but you can be like, "Look, I don't like you talking like that. I like other girls talking like that. I don't yeah. want you. <laughs> I don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> you kiss our son with that mouth. <laughs> don't say those yeah. things." Yeah, my I we've never we've done a little bit of it, but I, I mean, girls over the that was my thing though. Back when I was a young buck, I loved group sex back yeah, in the but day. But did you? But did you fuck in front of other guys with a reckless abandon of <laughs> of? You know, I was at a thing that. Uh, hang on one sec. Hang on, my wife's coming in. Hi. <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks, pause. Pause this. Story. I got questions for it. Does she want to? Now beat Go on, Mike, real quick. <laughs> Goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. Go ahead. I love you, baby. Goodbye. 
She's dying. No, she's she's leaving. When I was single, I used to live with my best friend Pete. It's kind of like being friends with Bobby, and we were both single, and we were both in radio, so we can get a lot of girls to come over and do shit for tickets and stuff. So it was good. We were in our young twenties. Pete fucking hit me with friendly fire one time, and that put an end to that bullshit. Yeah, oh, he, you got hit. He gave me in the forearm. I felt like somebody oh. shot me with a laser. I would, it was what I imagined a lightsaber to the arm would feel like. It just burned, and I was like, what? Did you, and, did yeah, you and laugh? I was like, no more. I wasn't like, hoo hoo. It freaked me the fuck out because I couldn't figure out what it was, and he didn't do it on purpose. And then I, I, I was found, like, no more of that. I found these photos, guys. I don't know if you can see them. It's uh, Patrice at, in, in Brazil. In Brazil. When we went to Brazil, but I I found all these photos, that, right? And uh, but I I remember <laughs> I remember being in Brazil with this fucking guy, man. He's so fucking funny. I remember him and Keith, him and Keith, the first day there. They like I was like, what are we doing? They were like, yeah, this girl likes you. Go with her. And they we I went to this place with this girl, and we were having sex. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they opened the door. It was Patrice and Keith just started laughing at my dick. <laughs> oh, I, they, were, they were just looking at my dick. And I was like, get out of here. They were like, look at Bobby's little Irish pecker. Look at that little, look at that little half hard on. Little fucking- I, was, uh, I was hooking up with a girl one time in a hotel room. And uh, I was David Lewis. We were all sharing a hotel room. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was like, get out of here. I'm going to I'm hooking up with this girl. And they, I heard the door close, and then uh, me and this girl started hooking up. And at one point, I was doing a real, like, uh, not even, it was, I was fucking her from behind. So also, I was doing and making the movements and faces of no one's looking, not even her <laughs> is looking. And then at one point, I just hear some, you know, the faintest kind of noise. Now, all they did was they went into the bathroom and let the door close to make the door so. And I come out, and they were just, staring at me and doing like the slow motion cheering like in play and it was like and coming out of like whatever the face you're making of like the and looking like, uh, uh, you know it's like, like I'm just, i don't know why but you don't want to see that vulnerability in your face you're like i don't even care dude just i guess, I guess this girl's on my dick or it's whatever <laughs> but i was making product of yeah fucking- i think it's it's so funny though i wonder like i don't feel like like people have those stories anymore of of I don't hear younger guys with stories like that. I think our generation that was sex was very um important and open and very prevalent in our lives, our movies, our songs, everything we did was about banging and trying new things and fucking around and you know all the shit and now I feel like it's a whole different ball game. But also is it yeah I, I I'm I'm waiting to hear the younger guys like have these stories, these crazy stories. Maybe they don't because of like the woke nature of the world. If that has yeah. to do with it. But I mean, like uh, that is true. But but also even within myself, like now, even if Christine was fine with it, and it was like this girl was like, "Hey, I'm gonna blow you and uh, your buddy here." I'd go. I, if it was like really like, if she, if I felt like she liked my buddy more, I'd be like, "Ah, eh, just like you could go blow him. It's fine." Like I would just be <laughs> yeah. like, and now I'd be like, ah, I'm, "I'm just gonna go back to my room. It's fine." Yeah, I got wings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to grab food. You can so, Jay, not to sidetrack off of this pussy shit, but listen. Oh, Hey-o. you're up You're up for this uh, 
president of Legion of Skanks. Oh, dude, that was. By the way, it's so funny. Just a different uh, temperaments in life that me and Lewis have. It is funny because I, I I heard some of the uh, episode that Lewis was on last. And it was uh, funny. Like, I'm so uh, insecure in all my things anyway. And also just believe like when something comes, uh, especially Mike's been in, uh, in radio for so long. It was like the, old, the two things that made me laugh about myself, which he goes, ah, the old hack bit of rubber president of the radio show. And I'm like, then we, should I have looked into that more? We, <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, I was like, one of those things when you heard it, you go, we probably aren't the first people to have done this. <laughs> and then I saw, he said somebody was like, podcast wars, that stupid podcast wars. Like, I got a podcast wars like tattoo. I want to say, <laughs> That's why it was someone just like you're just listening to something else. And you go, is that dumb? That probably is. Dumb. <laughs> and people go, what's with the knuckle gloves, Jane? You're like, come on, man. I don't know. It's just a thing. It's um, just it's not it's not so much a hack bit, but Lewis liked to make like he invented everything, and I'm like, yeah, we had fucking three elections ago. <laughs> I was yeah, I was I was certain. But as soon as you said it, I was like, this probably has been a thing before. <laughs> and but, by the way, it was so, but it's up. Uh, but we. Been having it's, it's such a, a fun thing like to to do. The, well, I got like, a question. It's also about a fun. This. It's a fun way to incorporate like so many friends that aren't there. Sure. Also during quarantine, like are yeah. even there a ton of DeRose and stuff. I think it's Radio, great. A good, good way to cross over with the other shows. You could talk about talk shit about the afternoon show, the night show, which we never yeah. normally do. So I think it's great, but I want to know. I I don't know. Look, I've already placed my vote. I'm not going to tell you who, but okay. I I. I want to know what does the president get? Has there ever been a president of the skanks? Is this going to be the first president? And what does the president get? What being the president of skanks is what? And wh how the fuck did you add Ari? Ari is not. There's three skanks. There's Dave. There's Lewis. There's you. Ari sure. has taken over fucking the skanks. And now it could be president. This is... This is very Trump-esque. It's very funny if Ari becomes president. We have to admit that because uh, some of the power he will have is to... He could, can you get me Afrin, please? Sorry, that was very Jewish of me. Uh, <laughs> all my Judaism comes out of my allergies. Uh, but uh, Ari threw his head... Legion of Skanks started out... It was a, I, I was saying when I saw you doing podcasts, Lewis was doing uh, hammer fisting, I think, way back. Hammer and besides, fisting. And besides that, there was like the popular, you know, the Adam Carolla maybe and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, Mark Maron and stuff. So it was pretty much me. I pretty much started it all. But go ahead. You were, uh, but you were in New York, you were the guy doing it. You were. Right. Uh, yes. Always with the technology stuff. So uh, you kind of showed Lewis the stuff and he was like, uh, so I was like, well, I'll try one. I said, I'll do like a broadcast from home. Let's try it. And I thought it'd be funny, me, him, and Dave, because we always hung out all the time. Yeah. It had a good ebb and flow and it was just, uh, and the show kind of came like that, came together like that. It was, well, it was a perfect show because you did it at the Creek in the Cave. Well, no, they were young comics. We just did it at Lewis's house. You did it at uh, Lewis up, and then you moved to Creek, and that's where you started popping. Right, and, and, Lewis, it was and, Lu and Lewis wanted to get more into the behind the scenes of all that stuff, so Lewis put together, like, you know, producers and a team and all the stuff that I would have, like, he's absolutely right. I would have never, like, we'd be right. doing it on a computer at my house, like, still. You know right. what I mean? That are being, it's great. And it's like a live thing. The energy's great. It's, super, it's yeah, really it's fun. So Lewis has put a lot of the uh, set the pieces up for Legion of Skanks to be where it is for sure. Right. Uh, so is there a president of Legion of Skanks? I guess technically Lewis, but he is a flawed, a flawed president. I don't know why you'd say that. 
<laughs> he's a floor pre- so I would say as president I would like to correct some of uh, those flaws just change some of those uh, small minor things but I like to let Lewis like what let Lewis run free uh, well, what would you do would what would be your stump speech to be president of because you might change my mind what would be the stump speech for you to be president of <laughs> I would say what is, if you like skanks the way it is, uh, trust that it is the way it is, not because Lewis uh, is the leader. In a quiet way, I- I'm technically the leader. They don't really do the show without me ever. If uh, if if Lewis or uh, if I'm missing from the show for that week, you can't. You're saying the show cannot go on without you. They will not do a show if you're not there. That one piece is missing. The rest of the machine falls apart. They've done it. It's been quite a thing. It's, uh, I mean, the shows are good. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, but the shows are good. But if I'm like, hey, I'm not going to be here next week, we really try to get a pre-recorded, which we do for pretty much when anybody's going to be missing, we try. But, uh, but I'm saying, Lewis, people don't understand that Lewis really thinking he's like in charge charge yeah. uh, is not a good thing to have. You know, he believes he's in charge the way it is now. If you make him the president, it's going to go off the fucking rails. He's <laughs> kept in check checks and balances do you know what i mean if you give him a title of president he's gonna be it's gonna be awful the show's gonna fall apart but if i am president i'll just keep things exactly the way they are i'll let lewis bully around his team so you're the joe biden you're joe biden yeah i slide in every week i come i be funny (laughs) lewis is the guy who says all the crazy he's like jay's the reason this show's not seven hours a week and it's like well i have a a job that pays more than this I have to do. <laughs> right. Which is bonfire. Uh, and which bonfire. made me laugh because when I believe Lewis put it to you, which one would you pick? How was it presented? Oh, goes, it was so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. He goes, what do you like a uh, bonfire better than Legion of Skanks? And I said, no. And I meant it when I said it, but it came back that I was lying. So they was very <laughs> upset. He was, was very upset. And then I was like, well, I mean, I just found out myself. So I'm trying to process it still too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I loved both my babies the same. No, Legion of Skank, we've been doing it for uh, next year. will be 10 years we've been doing it. So wow. you've already had a 10 year for you know what, dude, then, Bobby, right? I did. We ha- I, I didn't care. celebrate it, but yes, we've had no, no, to celebrate. But it's just like the idea that it was something that uh, those years like flew by and like what it, what it has become uh, is a lot in part to uh, uh, Lewis and what he's done. And like, so it is. Yeah. Uh, but Would you say Legion of Skanks is more. A hobby, or is it more? Uh, <laughs> are you financially dependent on it? Uh, well, particularly in these times. You're not right calling a fucking hobby. Can you? Drop no, no, I'm hobby? curious to see if Legion of Skanks, if if Jay needs to do that for financial reasons. Like, if is it a part of your income now? Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, that's what I want to know. Yeah, they make yeah, great. No, they make great money. No, Legion of Skanks does good. They make, they make great money. Now, Mike Feeney makes no money on that network, but those three <laughs> make all yeah, the money. But Legion listen. Skanks, Legion of Skanks does good for sure. And, uh, and, yeah. and Bob, but Bonfire's different thing. You know, you, you do radio and podcasts too. So uh, radio is like it's a different beat. It's two different crowds, though, correct? It's a different thing. It's a two. If no. You have two. It's the same no. audience. Lots of crossover, but Bonfire right? has. But there are, there are a different. Yes. Bonfire is over here. I feel like Bonfire. Uh, like I mean, the skanks are a little more fucking crazy and rowdy and edgy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and bonfire is a little more, uh, you know. There's less uh, murderers in the bonfire. Well, there's a, yeah. Well, there's there's a there's there's a it's like a fun thing. Like I like like I'm far obviously like uh dirtier I guess or, or edgier or whatever you say than uh than Soder. 
yeah. and Soder's uh, fucking, uh, but you know, I think I'm funny, and Soder's like so fucking hilarious, like to the other end. Like Soder could be squeaky clean he and still a, preserve yeah. all of his fucking hilarious. And so it's kind of what's fun about that show is like I pull like Soder a little edgier than he would normally probably be, and he yes. pulls me away. So our subjects aren't always just like you know. Did you see about this racist whatever thing, or like, did you see about this like fucking? There's a, a yeah. You guys can talk about you can talk about anything. For we, have a, we have a fun vibe, and, and still, yeah. and yet our personality is like my thing's always going to go to like the dirtier thing, and, and his won't. Legion of Skanks is like all like uh, there's a little spark, and everyone fans the flame till everything burns the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, we go. Uh, we, we push the limits uh, for sure. But you know, also I think within like. At least for me, look, I can only speak for myself on the show, but like within limits, you know, what I mean, me and you've talked about like recently, Bobby, with some things before. It's like you uh, want to get me ruined from some kind of thing. Like you can go find me saying the N word yeah, 200 times. You can put together a mixtape. But like I feel comfortable in defending all of those where they're not gratuitous. Do you know what I mean? Like well, in, I think in that, my mind, you know- if I pull that out, it's like there shouldn't be. And I never have really had. A, I've never had like a. A bit, I mean, obviously, like you know, the guy that Seth Simons guy wrote the fucking article or whatever. But like, I've never had like individual things of people going like, "You're a racist," because anybody's watching my stuff, provided they're a fan or have been like, kind of whittled down to finding my stuff. Yes. Like, they just kind of get. I don't know. Like it's I said very, before, I, if, you I go, if, you go to, if you go to Skankfest, it's a yeah. very diverse crowd. You think that it's going to yeah. be all. Everybody always says, oh, it's going to be all white guys with black shirts. Absolutely no, no, not. not at all. There, it is fucking women. It's uh, all kinds of different races. Yeah. But it's also uh, a lot of different babies. type of a lot. Of, what's <laughs> a lot of different people? So you know, I mean, but they all uh, do coke. <laughs> what brings all? What do you see all those different but, kind of shirts together doing? Coke. But my question is this: Ari Shafir is going to run away with this race. Ari Shafir has sold more T-shirts than anybody. Ari Shafir is going to probably be the president of the Skanks, of Legion of Skanks, and he is the Antifa of comedians. True, he is the. I'm. I'm not a. Uh, I'm he's going to not... burn it all down. I'm not super confrontational, and I am not uh, into making like uh, fights where there don't need to be. But one of the president's abilities is to stop anyone's microphone for a minute straight whenever they want, once per episode, for a full minute. uh, Or maybe it's even more than a minute now, but either way, I think it's a minute. But you you get to cut someone's mic off. So I do see the long-term humor of for at least, uh, whatever, a year, four years it is, that Ari can call from anywhere in the world and just (laughs) demand one of the the crew just cut his fucking mic off for a minute. And it could happen to me too, but... It's always going to be funniest to have Ari cut Lewis. It's the mic that Ari would want to cut the most. Does Lewis even need a mic? He starts screaming. So, so yeah, he, 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 I promise he wouldn't stop talking if the mic got turned off. But that should be, but that should be in the Constitution. That should be in there that you can't talk if your mic is shut off. You have to shut down too. Well, Lewis is trying to get Ari kicked out of the contest right now because Ari gave the address, the email address, to register to vote which they said is against the rules, but I don't understand. I thought it would be more against the rules. Lewis, we found out through Nick Mullen, who posted their text uh, to each other, if you saw that, 
No, uh, what happened? That Lewis was calling everybody and asking them to make a video. First of all, annoying all of his friends and asking them to make a uh, endorse me video, please. And Nick Mullen asked for money and he said he would give it to him. And Nick just didn't endorse him and just posted the, the text back and forth <laughs> because it has to be breaking some kind of rules. That guy's I, would say, I would say there's some kind of rules like, uh, isn't that like, like buying endorsements? Well, I mean, look, that's, that's called lobbying. Um, I don't, I don't think. Look, I was actually approached myself. Uh, yes, oh no, I'm sure. I mean, he called everybody. I'm like, I am resting on the idea that, like, uh, first of all, Lewis is my vice president, which is the most best part of the whole thing. So it's like, uh, I'm not campaigning even at all. <laughs> Just like, it'll be funny. Whoever wins, Lewis is now. Where where can friends. we vote for this? Where can we make these votes? Um, I can't say. That's what when? when? Oh, when? when? Yeah, it's, you have to register by this <laughs> Friday, and then uh, and then the voting is the twenty fourth, August twenty fourth. Oh, I can't wait to put my vote. It's. I mean, Ari winning is obviously the funniest thing. Next funniest, Dave Smith. Why? Person to win. Why Dave? Dave's a quiet guy, very smart guy, very funny guy, but he he seems very I unassuming. Think, I don't think Dave remembers he's on Legion of Skanks until five <laughs> minutes before the show on Monday, and he forgets the second I say goodnight, and he is in an Uber right quick and right fast. <laughs> uh, he you guys not hang out? Well, Dave lives in Jersey now, too, so it's like we don't get to hang out that much. No, we talk on the phone and stuff, but I mean, like, uh, right. Dave does his political podcast over and over, so when he doesn't really bring, like, subjects. Which, which is very uh, successful. So he just comes, yeah, very successful, and he's great at it, yeah. and he comes to Legion of Skanks, and he's just great because he's a, uh, he's just funny. So it's like, I stay the kind of leave with SDR show. I don't have to bring anything to the table of SDR show other than I get to show up and just be funny. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to have any prep or meetings about it or something yeah look at like mike that. is so happy you're saying you don't have to bring anything to the table mike is like i don't either <laughs> mush is just like yeah me neither i don't uh, <laughs> I you getting get upset by... you getting upset when he called it a hobby because it's a hobby for me lewis trying to make it like i'm doing this so i could pay my mortgage i, I, I am think... <laughs> I, just, I, just, I mean, what the fuck, dude? No, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Can you? Too. Can you? Do we have to go through this again? I am. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, though no, for sure, absolutely. It's, Mike's, uh, Mike's, Mike's, a, Mike's a fucking millionaire. <laughs> well, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that uh, Lewis knew that because that's why I said that, the, the thing where I was just like, no, 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 Lewis, don't, don't do that because he was like, I'm more successful than you and the thing, and it's like. Ah, bah, 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 bah. Because yeah. I know there's well, there's such a you know Howard Stern leaving terrestrial radio puts such a thing where everyone like the word terrestrial radio is like what are you still over on terrestrial radio? If you're and back let me let me know if I'm wrong about this, Mike. If you're in most major cities, and I mean that in the sense of like you know when you start thinking of the cities that Florida has, Tampa, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. If you're like the morning guy in any of that level city in the country. You're probably killing it in the morning. If you're the morning guy, I mean, like Bubba's gone. Bubba's gone, the, right? Like you're uh, the morning guy there. If you're in the top uh, twenty market, you're killing it. And I'm in market number seventeen, and yeah, I have been for twenty five years. So yeah, I'm killing it. But 
you know, you're right. It's so funny. The people are like, oh, you're on terrestrial radio. I'm like, yeah. I'm, there's, you know, who makes more money than me in satellite? Oprah and Howard Stern. <laughs> I, I'd be willing to compare W2s with a lot of people that work there. And then, and then I love when people are like, you're not even syndicated. Yeah, because I don't want to give away my number one show for $10,000 per market. So, you know, I'd, I laugh when people say that shit where they don't know what they're talking about. Well, it's just like I think that's just, you know, because you do plenty of shows, morning shows and stuff on the road doing comedy too. But if you're not a – I mean, if comedy wasn't a thing, like in the if, – if touring around and having fans come from knowing my stuff all over the country didn't, like, uh, matter to me, if, if stand-up comedy wasn't my deal at all – Yeah. A morning guy in uh, uh, Jesus Christ, especially not New York, <laughs> like to be like a morning guy, like not just where you can go be like the. I mean, you you're recognized. I assume if you go to restaurants constantly, so you know what I mean. Well, like, it's it's very being the popular kid in high school. Like nobody's ever a dick. Everybody wants to buy me a beer. It's the best fucking life you could ever ask for. I and if you go to Hawaii, no one bothers you because nobody knows yeah. who you are. <laughs> like and that's no actually. Everybody knows who he is. They, they, they like, oh, bag. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Mike, thanks for coming out of your mansion to let Bobby introduce you to the rest of the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the bed. Lewis was like, you sitting in a fucking closet in your garage. I'm like, nope. I'm sitting in a studio that I built that's the size of most apartments in New York City. Yeah, I was it's not even like, you should, like, you're you should, forcing me to brag. You should have told him that was your guitar's bedroom. <laughs> bedroom. Well, it's funny though is that Mike, you know, as far you know, Jay, we know this from doing radio. You do a lot of radio, but some of it doesn't work. Some of it does. You do Mike's show. He has you on for the whole. If you're funny, he has you on for the whole show. He'll have you on for two days. He'll fucking and he'll sell out the fucking show. And he comes down to the gigs. And if he goes, I'm coming. They come. I mean, dude, it, it's it's like oh, you know. Uh, Okay, Mike. Mike's show has uh, one of my favorites. It's just such a, uh, a a same old, same old feeling I felt when I went into uh, not for the show. I mean, but like uh, uh, Sandy, right? Sandy Carmen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's uh, I have such a crush on her, and right away he goes like, "It's like, man, she's so, she's sweet, so sweetheart." And you're like, uh, "It's like, man, she's so hot." And he goes, "Oh, well, she's in love with Dan Soder, of course." <laughs> of course. Uh, I think my own girlfriend's in love with Dan Soder. Oh, it's a fucking annoying. Everybody uh, and, and I know it, likes Dan Soda. Every fucking chick I've ever met wants to bang Dan Soda. And I came in another time after that, and uh, you know, so now knowing her for like a year or so, not knowing, but you know, like you're seeing somebody you've met already and have a rapport with, and they were like, "Oh yeah, she has a tattoo on her butthole. She'll show it to you." And I was like, "Oh my god, I want to see your butthole so bad." And then it turns out you could show the tattoo without showing the butthole. And Bobby, I don't know if you could agree with that. I'm so far gone in perversion. That's like I don't when you know if someone's like hey you want to see a hot chick in her underwear you just how did you even see the tattoo without seeing her butthole? She was able to like thong it up enough to kind of see. Dude, when oh, she did it, you got cheat, man. When she did it to me, I found a piece of toilet paper in there. I almost fucking threw up. I'll never forget it. Nah, dude. dude, no. dude I he turned it into she, something good. She opened. Yeah, he did. She, I, she opened it up, and I was like, you got a nugget in there. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, got a little toilet nugget. And she took it out, and then Mike actually took the nugget and offered somebody 100 bucks to come in and eat it. <laughs> really? And somebody Happened did it immediately. Within a half hour. Within a half hour. I swear to God, I thought by the time you got the sentence, there would have been five guys with their shoulders together mm. in a door jam. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking, well, he's a trooper. You can't hire a girl is. like that. 
that because <laughs> you'll go to jail now. You know, she's great. Yeah, she's yeah, great. No, she's she's awesome. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Can I ask you one more question before we, we end the show? Do you wear a girdle? Me? Yeah. No. What is it? There's men girdles? Or do you wear a Jay, woman's girdle? I've watched you on TV a bunch of times, uh-huh. and you're big, but you're straight. Like, there's no curves on you. You go straight down or all around. Like, well, you were made when, in a fucking... Seen, depends when you've seen me on TV. If you look at Z-Rock clips, dude, I was uh, I was very, very wide. Like, uh, right now, you're in shape. You look great. No. You know how excited you got me that I thought that there was a girdle for men that we could buy? I was well, like, that's, you what, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, I if guess he's got do, some... I guess you could probably do Spanx, but I, I, I don't know. No, I'd be... Uh, I'd be humiliated, but I always have big, been big on layering, even against uh, weather heat concerns, because I feel like it tends to straighten you out a little bit. You know what I mean? Nice tank top base. Oh, um, so a tank top? Maybe a slippery. Yeah, but the tank top's not tight. But a slippery. Uh, oh man. Oh, by the way, I love it. Why don't you show yeah. a fucking person who needs it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wearing it not one of the guys need it not like, one it of looks them. like madonna's background dancers <laughs> not one fat guy god forbid they show a fat guy on fucking amazon at all fucking cunts that's, that's not even an average guy it's like a, a fucking action figure yeah it really does like these guys are perfect uh built but it's uh no so i do and i wear maybe like a, a sleeveless something a little bit slippery as a second yeah. layer Okay, and then like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt over that, so it just kind of gives every nothing sticks. So things layer get, things getting yeah. caught under your tits are a television nightmare that I've seen on myself. Also, I sit on stage, which you look like a real nice pile of tires on a stool uh, if they catch you from the wrong angle. So I really am big on a. Uh, it would be great on Fat Olympics. It would be great on. We want to start a Fat Olympic show. Oh yeah, what just things yeah, we can be- do. Just how about this? <laughs> Perfect. You, who can put as, the most amount of clothes on and take it off in the fastest time? Oh, okay. I could do that. Sneakers. Stretch a 2X to a 4X. Stretch yeah. it right. I like that. Like, you got to put layers on. You got to put outfits on, different outfits. I, uh, I, I, I've done a lot of in my life putting on the shirt that someone goes, this is going to fit you. It's going to fit you. Don't worry. It's fit. And then put it on and then take my arms out of the holes and then put them in front of me and just push the shirt out like this a whole bunch. The problem with that is I'm not a big fan of a wide neck on a shirt. Oh Bobby. yeah. Well, you know what I, I do is I, you'll go V neck. Bobby will go V neck. I, I go V neck. I go V neck all the time and get in there. But I also will, uh, if you get a shirt out of the washing machine, let it hang dry, and just before it's done drying, you stretch it on the back of a fucking recliner. Just put it on the back of a fucking recliner. It will stretch it out perfectly. Or the best thing, best thing to stretch out a shirt, which a lot of you New York guys don't get, is over the steering wheel of a car. That's oh, really? the best way. Oh, you take it and you put it over the steering wheel and you lean back and let that air blow up and dry your man titties. That's and, fucking. And Louis C.K. taught me a great. He said, "He don't get the regular two X, get the two X T." Oh, there's not, way, a thing, there's not a thing I own that's not two X T. I I didn't know that for years. I remember I was on stage one night and I was like, well, "Good night," and my stomach popped out, and the girls in the front row went like that and pointed at it, and I was like, "Ah!" I just did an hour of awesome comedy. Everybody had a great time. I felt like a god until I went like this, and they went like this, and they started giggling, <laughs> oh. and I felt like 
It looks I like wanted to hang myself. It's the worst because that view, by the way, especially if you're wearing like jeans and a belt or something, it looks like your stomach's melting onto your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you do. I wanted to go back in the green room and just eat my own fat until I died. <laughs> <laughs> just turn on yourself. <laughs> you just cut pieces of my stomach off and eat them. Like heat them over a fucking candle and just fucking. And they came back, Robert, I have you. Oh my God. And I'm just eating my own fat. And then I just die. It was so humiliating. And now I do the, the tea. So when I say goodnight, my fucking stomach don't come out. Yeah, the tea is huge. Huge. I like to I like to have my shirts tucked under. A, actually, that's a bad side thing. The, the problem with the tea actually is when I sit down. If the shirt, if people take pictures, which it seems like they only do, of your oh. profile while sitting, uh, a lot of times the shirt, the tea gets. When I'm sitting, it's like under my ass, so I look like a like a fat broad wearing a dress. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. it just looks. It's just. It's. Yeah, I want to come up with. If you were really skinny, would you shave your beard? Oh, mate, I'd try. That'd be the first time I would try. I, I lost almost 50 pounds, and I shaved my beard today, and I'm not quite there yet because all I have to do is look down a little bit. And yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. No. I, I really, somebody, even if I go too low on the sides at home, yeah. Uh, I want to like, yeah, I I come up with an app. I want to come up with an app where every comedy club has a camera, like a way in the back above shooting down. And yes. if you're, if you can get the app, sign into that camera and take a photo from that camera onto your phone. So <laughs> if I can only. choose that angle. So every shot is fucking great. Have you ever watched when someone, you know, taking pictures after a show? And I mean, like, and you, his hands are like the shortest person. You're like, well, here I go. It's gonna look like I'm getting ready to eat all these people at once. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking sad. All right. Well, listen, Jay. I think you might have changed my mind on my vote. Yeah, you need someone to keep Lewis within reach. Listen, I've said this, and people have told me before. You've quoted before that the Legion of Skanks doesn't exist without Lewis J. Gomez. It doesn't. Yes. I don't no. want Lewis to change the the. His insane behavior, but there has to be a voice of reason. And if Lewis is the president, yes, walk away from all reason. You know the guys. You know the, the guys that scream at all the motherfuckers when they come into the Marines. They're not officers. You know you're what I mean? Gonna, They're not an officer. He can't be an officer. He didn't go to college. You're not going to like Lewis. Lewis becomes president. He's going to be in yeah. jail because he will accept no guidance, <laughs> and he needs a little guidance. Yes, I agree. Lewis is good where he's at. I believe Ari or Dave has another show, uh, a baby and, and a wife. I believe you are fully committed to this, keeping it <laughs> the way it is. But I believe Ari would add some some fire and a new path and and maybe uh, a little a, a little bit of uh, chaos to this thing that might blow it up. It might end it because you know Ari's ended a lot of things. He loves chaos. I'll tell you, he loves chaos. When when we when we lie detected Lewis and we go uh, is Legion of Skanks your favorite show of yours and he said yes and it came up true and he's like you see and I was like well it's the best show you do. <laughs> what do you want me to say about that? I might, uh, I might not that my vote really counts, but I might. I like a guy who puts up a good fight. I might pull a turn and vote for Lewis. Oh, listen, he wants it, and he may even deserve it. But I'd say don't maybe if he's it. nice to me, he can. Maybe he can be nice to me, and that'd be the ultimate switcheroo. I, right I doubt. I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> you don't know that he's not texting me. 
That's and true. I wish you, if he was texting, you better show us. We, it's not it's very true. Mercifully, it did not come up on Legion of Skanks yesterday, and I wasn't bringing it up. So <laughs> I was like, oh, man, don't put me in that position, please. But it did not, <laughs> did not come up. Lewis, true to his form, I believe, has not talked about it on any of his things. Mike was like, he's going to talk oh, about it. Oh, it took him two seconds now. to get on fucking Twitter. Oh, social media. Yeah. <laughs> I, it took, I said it two seconds before I was fat on Twitter. If, uh, but yeah, that'd be the well, ultimate, been, the ultimate, the ultimate face turn. It's taken a long time to get fat on Twitter. <laughs> You're in Tampa. That's the wrestling capital. The ultimate face turn where you just go, you know what? Let's join forces. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fucking great if Mike got all his fans to vote for Lewis and Lewis won because of Mo- uh, because of Calta. Lewis that would be a, a Calta army shirt. And then and then <laughs> and then Lewis makes Mike the vice president. <laughs> and then uh, this show's over and, and it's Mike is part of Skanks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's me. It was Lewis all Lewis's Lewis plan Mike. this whole time for me to ruin YKWD. I <laughs> want that be the fucking greatest. You didn't want any competition, so you put me on this show. I'm just in my shed trying to do political talk. To ah. bury it. To bury it. <laughs> All right, Jay, of course you got Bonfire. I mean, one of my favorite shows to do with you two. It's fucking effortless to do that show. Legion of Skanks, where you're literally putting your career uh, on the line every time you do it, but well worth worth it. It feels worth it in the moment. It's well worth it. You guys are fucking awesome. Love you. Love all the fans. I love both fans. Both fan bases are fucking, I can't tell you how great they are when they they show up, they come to shows, and they support comedy, uh, so it's great. And you got dates. Where are you you performing? Magoobies, I believe. Some of these things are wrong. They have to get changed. Magoobies is going to be just Saturday uh, because I'm going to drive down and drive back uh, for the night. So that's two shows, 739.45. Helium in August. No more. They're not opening up stuff in Philly yet. Uh, Moon Tower took a shit. Uh, Stand Up Live Phoenix, Arizona in November. Gone. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, for it's the gone. year, probably. Yeah. All it's these. Gone. By the way, I didn't even know all these things I had. Oh, we've. Uh, yeah. Next Can year. I just tell you? Next year, there's Skankfest. <laughs> <laughs> I have a show. <laughs> I Jay. I I'm, I'm do, show. I've been doing. I've been doing some one night. I did a. I'm gonna do. Uh, three shows and maybe we'll add some more governors long island coming up pretty soon i'm doing uh every month i'm gonna do a one thursday a month uh a providence comedy connection has been fantastic at doing i was supposed to be there i'm supposed to be there friday and saturday great and they just sent me a video of they have these tents in the backyard in the That's parking lot it's, in, it's inside now it's inside there they have it inside but they have a tent outside yeah they just showed me the tent is literally the hurricane came through Oh. And and the tents are no longer tents. Oh wow! Oh shit! I wonder if anything happened to Vinnie Brand. Put up a a whole oh. six figure rig in his place. So oh. I'm curious to see what happened with that. Hopefully, nothing how was that? It's great. It's fun. It was good it, money in the situation outside. What'd you say? What was your good question? Good money. Good money. It was a fun show, man. Together, I. Well, these Corey com- comedy connections is treating you right. They, they they're do. fucking great. They're I'll, great. I'll say, I'll say I did go to uh, comedy connection, and I made just about the same in those two shows one night that I did on the weekend. That, you have uh, anybody, Jay, or you or not? Uh, 
Yeah, have you? Did you get COVID? Do you have antibodies? I have the antibody. Last well, I got tested, I had the antibodies. Hopefully, I still have them. I guess I don't know I mean, what, I'm, the I mean, story of it. You can come down here. We'll promote the fuck out of it if you come down here. Yeah, Tam- I had to move Tampa again recently, but I, I am going to come down, man. I'm going to do that. Uh, I, I want to fucking fill that goddamn balcony of that place. I really. Uh, they let me headline there for so many years now. The Tampa Improv and like it's just. Uh, Dude, you got to go to Side Splitters, man. Bobby Jewel. He's gone. He's gone. Was he the problem? (laughs) No, he's not the problem, but he's fine. But the new BT and his wife own it. Dude, they restructured the whole thing. I heard that. I heard that Slide Splitters has more of like the vibe of like what the comedy comedy audience like. like, I'm saying, but also like the people who listen to like this stuff and the radio and stuff. Killbox, dude. It sells out. You fucking, the guys there, great. It's fucking awesome. You don't have that double stage, three-tiered horse shit in the middle of fucking Ybor City. It's danger zone. It turns oh, into yeah, a walk, fucking... When you, when you walk there, it, you really are walking through a, a Cuban knife fight on your way back to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, I did. And, uh, then there was, and then there was an active rooster problem. Yeah, <laughs> still is. Roosters. Still yeah. is. I mean, yeah. Actually, yeah. also, the only hotel ever that uh, had called me on my shit and, and, and fined me for smoking. Uh, smoking weed in the <laughs> they, hotel. Really? Yeah, I've never had a problem before. I always like spray stuff and everything, but it just was like too much, I guess. And they came out. It was one of those things I was like, they they go, they kept saying you smoked cigarettes, and I was like, I have not smoked a cigarette in that room. That's true. I'm like, I have not smoked a cigarette in that room at all. You've seen me go out here every couple of hours to smoke cigarettes. Like, what do you mean? Like, and they go, sir, you smoked cigarettes in the room. We were aware of it, and whatever. And then I just, by the third time, I kind of bickered back. They were like, they kind of gave me the face of like, dude, come on. And I was like. All right. <laughs> like, I definitely did. So they're like, please don't make us say you smoke. It's like we're, not, we're trying not to get you in trouble. We're just giving you the fine. Like, I'll, I'll eat the shit. Two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty, man. I remember the beginning of when that first started becoming a thing. I went with a tell to Syracuse for a gig, and we got to the hotel, and he goes, two smoking rooms," and they go, uh, "We don't have smoking. The whole hotel is non-smoking now." He goes, "Oh, what?" He's like, "Really?" And she goes, "Yeah, there's there's two hundred fifty dollar fine." for the room uh for the rooms if there's smoking inside him he goes all right well, i'll just pay that now <laughs> they go they go no so you can't we can't let you pay to smoke in the room you're not supposed to smoke in the room he goes i'm gonna smoke in the room <laughs> he's like so i'll give it to you an hour later i'm sorry <laughs> that was hilarious. um all right brother look man i love you thanks for coming on i love you too man thank you for having me good to see and, you guys man yeah i'll see you next time i come down to tampa for sure mike and uh let's hang out in your fucking let's hang out in your <laughs> your guitar's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> good luck with your uh, election <laughs> thank you thank you i uh i will not get a tattoo of the skank selection as i'm finding out that we are just radio hacks <laughs> <laughs> i never even argue when someone says any, any even joke i have and they go it's been done dude i go i know i'm an unoriginal, <laughs> I'm an unoriginal cunt <laughs> <laughs> all right brother i'll talk to you later say hi to christine for me all right i will do guys all right later buddy later uh he's what great. a fuck he's so fun man he, I mean, you can talk to that guy. You can let that. You can let him talk for an hour. You can talk to him. He's just a fucking. You know, he's like you. It just knows how to do radio. You know, he's awesome. He's great radio too. Uh, really? They're asking. You should have. You should have asked him which of you two would he have slept with. Oh, I, I think we know. Fuck. I'm. I, I can answer that. I think he would have said Bobby. 
I don't know about that, dude. If you I, I don't, think- I don't want to fuck me. Jay and I are very similar. No one How wants to fuck similar? themselves. Body wise, body style, facial hair. How body wise? He has warts. Jorts. Jorts. You both wear jorts. <laughs> See if he answers. By the way, much love to Magback. What? Much love to Magback. Magback wallet. Yes. Hey, Jay, I'm so sorry. You're still on the air. We forgot to ask you a question. You're on right now. If, yes. If you had to, gun to your head, which one would you sleep with, me or Mike? Gun to the head? Gun to your oh, head. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. I, I, I'm going to go Calta. And this isn't a looks thing. But you know I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not a I'm not that superficial. This is more for like the uh, the idea. I feel like it's going to be just a nice place. It's going to be a vacation kind of feel to going down to his place. You know what I mean? There's a lot attached to Mike that you're just not bringing to the table. Sure, I'd like to have a good old fashioned fucking tussy pound with you in a cigar barn, but I'm thinking after that, I'm going to want to probably hit a boat. <laughs> so Mike, Mike should pick <laughs> out of out of <laughs> Mike's my pick. All right, I love you. Bye. You're beautiful. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm flattered and shocked at the same I time. I can't believe why did I even call? I was 100% sure he was going to pick me. So was I. Why would you want to fuck yourself? I guess for a bigger place and a pool? <laughs> I think people use the pool as an excuse. Let me tell you something about people with pools. If you have a pool and you don't use your pool, you're a fucking douchebag. I agree. I'm just saying that if you have a pool and you don't go in your pool, you're a fucking idiot. You should give up your pool house. Go get a regular house without a pool. If you own a pool, go in your fucking pool at least three times, four times a week. Minimum. Uh, Minimum. Yeah, even if you don't have a kid, you should fucking dip in there and dip the fuck out at least three to four times a week. I agree with that. Thank you. I knew you would. You're a pool guy. You have a pool, and you go in it. Your kids go in it. There you go. Uh, um, all right. That was a fun show, man. Good time. I tell you something really good that happened to me? Yeah, I would love that. So you turned me on to Yellowstone, which is one of my all-time favorite shows. It's the best. And I'm watching it on the hot box. And season three had two episodes on there. So I thought there were only two episodes of season three. So of What? Of Yellowstone. Okay. So when you told me it was on Sunday nights, I'm like, oh, cool. Let me go watch episode number three. They're up to like episode number nine. I didn't know that. So I would jump right over to Amazon, bought the whole season. And it was like, I have a whole new fucking season to watch. I'm so, f- I'm so excited. Dude, I, I just found out about Jamie today. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I can't wait till this shit's done so I can go back and watch it again. Dude, I, I went back and watched season one. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. it. We watched season one. I just kind of blew through it, and I think I bailed out of it at some point because something came up. I, I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe it was the pandemic or something happened. Now so, we're going back and watching season one. I'm like, this is fucking great. See, gift number one is taking time because it's a, it's a, it had to be assembled. It had to, be, you know, it's an original piece. Assembled. Gift number two, I got confirmations already on its way. You'll probably have it by the end of the week, and you'll be very happy. Now, did you get my gift? I did today? not. Did not, okay. but that's good because I wasn't prepared for it today. So tomorrow will be even better. 
or Thursday. So, so are we going to be there Friday? I believe Friday it's going to be Perfect. There. Oh, okay, shit. so what? I'm going out of town Friday. That's right. I'll have my, the clean lady will take it. No, no, no. You can't take it. It's perishable. Yeah, I have a freezer. Well, you got to make sure that freezer. make sure this dingbat puts it in the freezer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Soph you're talking about. She's, Who's that? Soph. She's, she'll be here. She's got to take care of my tortoise, my cat. She's here when every day. You, all right. When you talk to her, how, how do you talk to her? I go, Soph, she's American. I go, Soph, when that package comes, puts it right in the outside freezer. And then what? What does she she'll say? She'll text me and she'll go, package came in the outside freezer. Okay. Make sure. It says perishable on it. Yeah, it can't I, be sitting out in that Tampa fucking heat. No, she'll be here all day. Oh, who would fucking cleaning lady stays all day? Soph. The Alice live with the Brady Bunch. You don't have a fucking Soph place. I, she doesn't live here. She comes here and spends and the day here. they treated Alice like a fucking dog. She lived off the kitchen in a fucking hovel. Soph doesn't live here, but she's treated like family. And she could eat at the at the real people's table. She's not the family. Table. No. You mean family? I don't know. Is that your Hitler mustache or do you mean family? You mean yeah. family? Yeah. No, no. She's treated like she's part of our family, not my father's family. <sighs> all right. Well, all right. Well, hopefully I'll, I'll get an update for you tonight. I can't wait for one of these packages. Oh, I, I'm telling you, you're going to love both of them. Love. I'm so bold to even say love. Both of them equally or more than one? I think you'll like one more than the other, but they're both super fucking cool. One is a complete and utter original. Okay. And the other one is something I'm that's I'm not a fan of original cool. gifts. You want duplicates? <laughs> I like shit that everybody wants. Oh, I was going to say you like original recipe. Oh, no. <laughs> you're going to let your... This is... Hang on. Let me stare at Mosh. <laughs> Mike laughed. You can't get mad. <laughs> I, had to talk I look good tonight, baby. You do. I could. Uh, you guys had uh, a weekend, you know, off a little off the rails, but you're back on track. You guys are looking good again. I'd say Friday night we put it back on track. Friday night show was one of the funniest shows we've done. He no, no, no. I meant food wise. wise. Oh, food <laughs> yeah. wise. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, you've been Dude, hilarious. John made, this whole time. John made me fucking uh, pizza. I can have cauliflower crust. Cauliflower crust. Uh, no dairy cheese and salami. Very nice. I am fucking. I it's it's waiting for me. I'm I'm dying right now. I may have a problem on Friday. What's your problem? Friday? I'm going to a hotel, and our my appearance on the show is based on its internet. Yeah, and you're gonna what? You're coming from your thing, Bobby. Oh yeah, Friday. I got my. Sh I got to find out though. I might not have a show. Oh, that's true. I got to find out. Well, we'll work it out. The fans know. We'll work it out. We'll get on at some point. Saturday, I don't know if we're going to be doing the 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 uh, party this Saturday. I'm at but, Universal Studios on Saturday. That doesn't okay, mean I so can't we, do it at 11 o'clock, but I, well, I, we, I'm going to close. We might, we might do it at 11, but we might do a shorter show, maybe 11 to 12, something like that. So maybe we'll do 11. We'll, we'll talk about Friday, but we'll work that out. Tomorrow night, we have um, – a very special. I think we have a special guest tomorrow night. We do. Well, not a special. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a, a new guy from. A, uh, it's a, a comic friend of mine. Who? Uh, you yes, he's a comic. He's an actor. He's a fucking Broadway actor. He's fan fucking tastic. Who is um, this? 
Um, his name is. <laughs> Fuck it. It's one of his best friends. <laughs> no, he's not one of my. I don't want to know how this gets hooked up. <laughs> I want to know how this gets hooked up. If you don't even know who the guy is. No, Bill Dawes. I just forget. I'm old. I forget people's names. Bill Dawes. Bill Dawes. Bill Dawes. Bill Dawes will be tomorrow. We have a uh, very. How are you spelling this name? How are you spelling this Dawes, name? Dawes. D A W E S. Dawes. Bill Dawes. William Charles Dawes. Yeah. Bill Dawes. He's a comedian. I don't know who he is. Uh, he's going to be. He's on some. He's on tomorrow. We got Verzi on on. Uh, oh, I farted on Thursday. And then uh, Friday we have uh, Dom. We're gonna get Dom, but I might can't. I might have to cancel Dom and do it next week. How old is this kid? He's an older picture. That. That's that's an old picture. Mush brought He's up a fourteen. F- I mean, Mush, could you get his fucking updated? Oh, Bill Dawes. <laughs> yeah, Mush goes and grabs the first. F- oh, you're the worst at searching. Mush is a real life Funko Pop. Look at him. <laughs> um, all right. So, anyways, who's this? What? What are you looking at? Um. Oh my god. Um. Well, yeah. And then, fr- so Friday, I guess we don't do because if you can't do it, maybe we could do after. I just don't know what the hotel Wi-Fi is going to be like. It's not that I won't well, be. Well, it's two thousand fucking twenty. I'm sure the hotel Wi-Fi is going to be. It's not two thousand ninety-eight, where it's like you know dial-up fifty k six k modem. That would be in the future. I believe in two thousand ninety-eight there'll be holograms. At that point. I hope both of you fucking. I wish there was a laser gun. I'd shoot both of you right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little. I'm I'm, I'm peckish. Who's keep whose phone's going off like that? That's mine. I'm sorry. I'm I mean the peckish. whole fucking show. I'm peckish. If that was if that was mush, you'd be losing your fucking mind. That's what people do. That's what I get to do. All right. So don't Name fucking show. don't fucking compare me to mush. Okay. <laughs> Just stirring the pot. <laughs> I know you are. Listen, Ooh. great show, mush. Good job tonight. Your haircut looks fucking good. <laughs> Your cheeks look like you're storing nuts for the winter. <laughs> Mush gets fat first in his cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. He's got a very, very kempt beard. Your beard is very clean and straight. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're, you're welcome. Um, all right. There we go. And then tomorrow, Cather and Kelly, a thousand pounds of funny, almost patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. We do the show every night. Tomorrow night we got Jesus Christ. We have, um, um, fucking, um, Paul Verzi on Wednesday, Bill Dawes tomorrow night, Paul Verzi Thursday night. This show is the fucking, we are the Miami vice of podcasts. We are the Crockett and Tums tubs of podcasting. Best thing to come Tums up. is more appropriate. <laughs> 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 and of course check out Mike Calter every morning on the bone you can get the app and listen to him he's one of the best shows out there and Mush what do you got follow me at, at Mike V. Suarez uh, follow Bobby at Robert Kelly live on Instagram at Robert Kelly and everything else follow YKWD at YKWD podcast and uh, follow Mike at the Mike Calter show remember we have Gabby. taken this show what remember, remember Gabby Gabby, Gabby at Gabby Bryant. Fucking, what is it? <laughs> uh, at, at Gabby is Bryant. 
GatGabbyIsBrian.com. I want to thank all you ladybugs for tuning in like you always do through the good times, through the bad times. You stand by our side and you support us and you guys are the fucking best. I want to thank all the new fans that signed up, all the ones that left because it was the end of the month. Sayonara. Hey, come on. Leave Ken alone. Can we get over it, please? Stop it. Say you forgive. I will kiss Lewis on the mouth first before I ever forgive Ken. All right. Well, you're going to make me read this. What? We're going to end the show on this. Right when I'm done, you fucking exit this show. You ready? You ready? Is this uh, an affirmation? Are you ready? This is well, for everybody to take away tonight. What? Mush. We need to actually read the names. Oh, yeah. Let's read the names. They are right here. Well, I'm glad you haven't read. Mush almost forgot that shit, man. Yeah, Mush almost forgot it. Man, look at all those. Mush almost forgot it. Oh, all right, make it big. I can't see it. You can't see that, you blind fuck. No, because Mush has it on fucking nine point Helvetica on his fucking. There you go. There you go. Ready? (laughs) Okay. Here's the deal. I want to thank. I want to thank all you guys and girls. And everybody in between for being a part of this Patreon. This is the fucking, we do this every night. We love doing it. It's not a hobby. It's a passion uh-huh. project. Okay. Me and Mike, I, I tell you, I look forward to this every day. Not only fucking talking to these, this knucklehead and having mush here to fuck up, to test my serenity. Uh, the guests we have on are the best. And you guys are the best. Welcome to the show. With that, let's thank Mark Tyas. Bow, 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 boom, bow. Tyler Michael A. Patriolo. Rich Lamos. Skip Van Isselstein. Alstein. James Toomey. (laughs) James Toomey, isn't that somebody? Who is that? He's an old person who came back, I believe. He's also a Tume! Welcome back, you son of a bitch. Stephen Ray. Who watch out for the Rays. Nick. You fucking dick. Welcome to the show. Love you, kid. Cody Streeter. Matt Solomon. Somehow. Somehow. Chris. Chris, Irish Mike, how you doing, my friend? I'm Robert Patrick Kelly, and you're a friend of mine because you're fucking Irish. Chris Sousousousis. Brandon Morgan. Josh Bush. John Bush. John, John Bush. John Bush. Devin, Devin, are you an arm wrestler? Because you know what? I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Woo! That's for you, motherfucker. Robert Newton. Kyle Paldudut. Do you get Robert McGill? Robert McGill, you fucking snappy Devin. Bing, bang, boom, ba, bang, bang. Nose pick, 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 nose pick. Eat it. Welcome. $10 members, motherfucker. That's, That's right. my favorite. That's my fucking favorite. <laughs> Kyle Palakadukdat. <laughs> Steven Jenkins. We got OVO Cool Cat. Andrew Lincoln. Ooh, Stephen, from Walking Dead. Stephen Streckfuss. 
ไปปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊งปิ๊Adam Goodbold, Connor McGinnis, you're friends with the other guy. I know <laughs> you are. I've seen you at the pub bar. Julio J. Mendez, Stevie Erdem, the Rocking King, Sking, 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 Sking. Ow! Yeah, ten bucks, baby. Dylan Powerhell, Peel, Gauthier. Kyle John, over ten. Philip, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> How many more we left it? Philip Jimenez. Philip Jimenez. Hey, what's up, champ? Philip, you know what you get? Boo, 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 boo. Lasers. Boo, 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 boo. Boo, 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 boo. You got Zach. You got John Carp and Rudy Malumba. Hey, here's for you, fucking John. And here's for you, Rudy. And here's for your mother. Mwah. Thank you for that, champ. Right. champ. I said champ. I said, Sorry. what's up, champ? I missed it. I missed it. Casey Thomas. We got Thompson. Trevor Miller. <laughs> Thomas ass. Trevor Miller. Trevor, check this out. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. $10, motherfucker. That's what you get, right? Des Ario. Des Ari Ray. What's up? I hope you're Ray Romano. Ten bucks, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You want this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Kush. I smashed them up. Hey, take them with you. Ten bucks. That's what you get. <laughs> And Lewis G. <laughs> That fucking cheap cunt said how much money he made. He only paid five bucks. That motherfucker. Five bucks. I paid for camping. I paid for every time he comes over. I paid for all the food. He couldn't have fucking done a twenty-five dollar membership. That cheap cocksucker. What the fuck? A friend. A son's of best friends. You couldn't have fucking thrown me a twenty. I gave you your Zoom to do your first podcast. I fucking. What the five bucks? Oh, welcome, Lewis Spencer Tramel. Spencer, what do you like? Choose it. Oh, you want those? Click. Click. And of course, Corey Brainiford. 
Brailsford. Brailsford, thank you. So- Five bucks, Lewis. Can you deal with that? What a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, it's a sign of his success. Hey, guys, I hope you guys love the show. I hope you love what we're doing. I hope you're backing it. You got any questions, please email mush at ykwdude at gmail.com. And if you want to contact us, please hit us up on social media, Robert Kelly Live at everything. Robert Kelly on Twitter, but I don't go there because it's a wasteland for douchey people that have no lives and want to argue. So anyways, Mike Calt. The Mike Calta Show and Mike Calta. You guys are the best. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. I love you, Mike. See you, buddy. Bye, guys. Say the line. You know what, You've been listening to the YKWD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.